Last September, I met up with some of my friends from college. We went to our homecoming. And personally, I was experiencing a life transition. And what a life transition is, is a period in your life where things are changing. Sometimes it could be a new job, you're moving to a new city, a marriage, a divorce, a birth. Um, you get it. That's a life transition. I was ending a job and I started my new job as a crisis therapist. A crisis, let's talk about that. Let's define what a crisis is. A crisis is a point in your experience where something is causing you to be unstable and it is an impeding change in your life. And a crisis may not look the same on everyone. It could be an an emotionally stressful event or a traumatic change in the person's life. So those things considered, I hopped in the gym, in the gym mobile, got on the road and travel, travel gives me a little anxiety, right? I think I told y'all that somewhere I get anxiety when, when I have to travel because I'm thinking ahead about all of the things that could potentially happen instead of being in the now in the moment of, okay, everything is cool. I don't really have to worry about what may happen that hasn't happened yet. But anywho, um, one of my friends said that I, I, I asked who had the speaker. Nobody had a speaker. And one of my friends was like, I don't have a speaker at my house. I just listen to my music in my car. My other friend was like, you ain't got no speaker. Child, that was our privilege showing. Our privilege was showing. And that's the title of this week's episode, My Privilege is Showing Again. Hi, I'm Jen, if you're new here, and um, I'm your host. Welcome to the Ball-Headed Chronicles, a podcast dedicated to becoming friends with fear and kicking it with anxiety. Here, we make small changes in our lives that equate to major changes. I said that wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to edit it. I'm going to just say it again. Here, we take small steps towards major changes. Um, and if you're here for that, then stay. If not, then catch me when I'm doing something else. But let's get into it because I don't have much time and I want to get this up out of here. Okay. All right. So my privilege, I want to talk about my privilege. Okay. Travel is a privilege. In every way, every capacity, travel is a privilege. When I was younger, we didn't always have reliable transportation. I did not have the luxury of flying. The first time that I 
got on a plane. I was 21 and I went to Spring Bling. Yeah, I was 21 and I went to Spring Bling. Shout out to my friends, Pi and Lanisha. Shout out to y'all. We was in Spring Bling, went to Florida. That was my first experience on a plane. That was my first time like traveling outside of Ohio. Um, well, not I don't wanna say Ohio. I have been to other places that I'd travel by land just in a car, but on a plane, that was my first time. I was scared, not gonna hold you. I was scared. I didn't know how to pack. I didn't know what to pack. I didn't know I didn't know anything. I had no experience with TSA. Girl, ghetto. G-H-E-T-T-O. Okay? Ghetto. But I got there. And I had the privilege of sharing space with my friends. Um, My friends had a timeshare my first parents had a timeshare and they let us use it for spring break this was my first official spring break experience before that i would host spring break events in my living room with my siblings where i would set up little cabanas and stuff and have water bottles that i would spray them with act like it was i would act like it was really hot and then just spray them with with water i would set up um little bubbles and stuff it was cute it was a really cute experience in our house to me I don't know I I know I used to get on my siblings nerves but if they are listening to this and they remember some of this they might be giggling like she sure did she did do that I did and then we would put on spring break and act like we was there (laughs) and so in 2008 in 2008, I got on a plane. I rode a plane, rode a plane to Florida, and um, we went to Spring Bling. And um, that was the first time that I had the privilege of flying. I was on TV, too. People was calling me after I got back, like, you on TV? I was like, oh, I am, I am, I am. I told my students this story one time and then they Googled it and I was like, damn, I forgot that we live in a world where, you know, like this stuff, this stuff is act, this is readily available. So I have to be careful sometimes about some of the stuff that I say in certain spaces. I also forgot that these students, they're, <laughs> they were born with a tablet in their hands. So they know exactly how to research what they want to research that's that privilege i didn't have that i had dial-up internet that i had to go to the library to use um sometimes i had to go to the library to use the internet sometimes and then at our house we had dial-up internet and we had an older computer that we were not always able to use so by the time that i got to college i can't say that i was 100 percent tech savvy because i didn't have practice using those things it wasn't something that i had access to all the time so identifying some of 
the privileges that other people may have had that I didn't have, I didn't have at those times. But um, coming back to just like identifying my privilege. Um, so when we got to Florida, we were in this crowd of people and there was this hype man. I will never forget this is one of my favorite memories. <laughs> it was this hype man and he kept on going Woo! he was trying to get us hyped before the next act and after the commercial breaks that was coming back from like whatever so he the hype man would come on and he would be like everybody everybody get live get live get live pump it up pump it up get live get live Woo! Woo! get live get live okay and we would be like Woo! It was hot as heck outside. And we was out there like, get live, get live, get live. Woo, woo, get live, get live, get live. It was live. It was live. I'm not going to forget it because that was one of my one of my favorite things. Get live, get live, get live. So now when I'm now when I'm trying to hype myself up to do some stuff that I know I need to do that I don't want to do, I hear that hype man in the back of my head going, yeah, pump it up, pump it up, pump it up, get live, get live, get live, woo, and he hyped me up to record this episode for (laughs) y'all, and now y'all have the privilege of hearing that story, I don't know if y'all wanted that, but that's what y'all got, uh, let's take a break real quick, I want to get some water, and then, uh, we'll get back into it. Okay, we're back. I want to define the word privilege. A privilege is having the rare opportunity to do something that brings you particular pleasure or joy. And I had the privilege of going to visit one of my really, really good friends from grad school. And she lived all the way in Portland, child. I know what was in Portland besides her. I thought I was going out there for the agriculture. Agriculture. I thought I was going out there to learn how to grow some things and experience some art. And I did experience some art. And um, I thought I was about to see, I don't know what I thought. I really thought it was like a land of agriculture. I just thought that there was... I don't know. And my friend, my new friend, he was like, agriculture? You thought you was coming here for agriculture? What does that word mean to you? And I was like, you know, I don't know. Plants, trees, soil, cultivating life in those things. And he was like, oh, yeah, you meant like for real agriculture, like farming. I said, yeah. That's what I that's what I thought I was gonna experience. 
we laughed about that because he was like i wasn't challenging you i was like no i didn't think that you was challenging me it's just that's a good question what does that word mean to you because words mean things to different people and depending on the context in which you're using the word it could mean different things something that my therapist reminds me of all the time is context matters you can't just expect somebody to know what context you're using whatever the word is if you if you use it haphazardly. So that's important to remember context matters. Now, I've been trying to, I have been trying to visit her for some years and I, obstacles had just kept getting in the way. So many different obstacles and the biggest obstacle was the panini. You know, when every, when the whole world got shut down and um, we was all in the house in the house board and board in the house y'all remember that yeah and this year i was like i'm i'm going to do that thing because i really want to i have i have the luxury um and the luxury was i had the funds to afford a trip and i won't say that i had an extreme amount of funds but i had enough funds to go on a frontier flight to visit my friend on the other side of the world. And that frontier flight, with that frontier flight, I had the experience, I had the opportunity, had the luxury, all of those things, of having three vacations in one, for one ticket. One ticket, I had three trips. I stayed in three different places for long times because I flew Frontier. And if anybody's ever flown Frontier, Frontier fly when they want to. Actually, the definition of Frontier is the extreme limit of understanding and achievement in a particular area. It's also a synonym for boundaries. A boundary is a line that marks a limit in an area of dividing a lane or a line. And... Frontier has very strong boundaries. They go where they want to go, when they want to go. They go where they want to go, when they want to go. So if I wanted to go with Frontier, I got to, I had to be in they flow. Okay, I had to just be okay with um, however Frontier was going to get me there. And I was. I knew what my – I knew this – I don't think I – I knew that it wasn't going to be as luxurious as my Delta flights, but I didn't have a problem with flying Frontier because every single time that I have flown Frontier, Frontier has taken me exactly to where I needed to go. The times prior that I had flown Frontier, I went to new orleans to graduate from grad school and then i flew frontier to go to denver to visit my friends who lived there and those were the only two times that i remember flying frontier and and this time that i flew frontier I stopped in Vegas because I missed my initial flight because I was 
I don't want to say I was lollygagging. I was dilly-dallying. I had some things to do that day and my flight was later in the day. And now that I've had the privilege of flying more frequently, more often, I know the rules. I know how to pack. I know how to get through TSA. I know which airports have longer lines. So which ones I need to get there earlier for which ones I could just kind of like press my luck. Child the ghetto. Um, yeah, I was pressing my luck this time for real because I drove myself to the airport. And usually when I'm pressing my luck, it's because I got somebody else that's going to drop me off. But this time I pressed my luck all the way to the max because I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to just drive myself. I don't I don't really want to wait for anybody to come pick me up once my plane lands. I just want to get in my car and go. Privilege, 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 privilege. Pri- y'all hear that? I just want to get in my car and go. I want to park at the airport so that nobody has to worry about taking me. And when I get back, I want to be able to get in my car and go. Y'all hear all of that? All of those privileges that I have grown into, okay? Mm all of those privileges that I had grown into. Now, it's also important for me to state that the last few flights leading up to this frontier flight that I have taken have been Delta flights. So I every time that I have drove, drove myself to the airport, I park on the Delta side of the airport and it's no problem. So in my head, I'm like, oh, I'll still make it to my flight, no problem. And if I was flying Delta, baby, I would have made it, but I wasn't flying Delta. I was flying Frontier. Because I was flying Frontier, I had parked on the wrong side of the airport and I had to move my car, catch a shuttle, do all of these things. By the time I got back to the airport, they was like, no, baby, you you ain't getting there. So now you got to go to Vegas. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't even, I'm not prepared for Vegas. I don't have a room. I don't know what I would do. I got to be there for 24 hours and this is nobody's fault but mine. So I called my sister and I'm like, Hey, can you see? No, before I called my sister, I called my friend and I was like, Hey, um, I'm in a situation. Can you help me out? And she was like, yeah, I'll call my parents. She called her parents she, and they was like, cool. Well, will you can stay with us. And then I was like, Oh, you know, I don't really don't want to inconvenience you. Cause she was like, you know, Vegas is a huge place and I I be forgetting she not wrong I'm from a small city and I be forgetting that this big place is out here you know so um I ended up getting a room for sure and my sister's sister came out and we kicked it the night we kicked it the night and then the day before I left it was a good time I had a really good a really great time I got pictures of that um eventually I'll show y'all that but I have to get clearance from my sister's sister before I share that so um yeah eventually I'll share those pictures but I had a great time that was that was great I didn't end up getting to Portland until I want to say like Ooh, child, I feel like it was close to Sunday because the 
flight from Vegas was delayed and they had to get a frontier flight from the Bay Area. It might have been Oakland that they that the plane flew in from. And yeah, by the time I got to Portland, I just ended up spending the night. But <laughs> I'm grateful for all of that. It was it was the privileges, right? The privilege of me being able to afford a room in Vegas for a night, the privilege of having family out in that state that could I could spend time with that I had the opportunity to see. I hadn't seen my sister's sister in like three years. And it was, I was so happy to see her. I mean, really, really happy to see her. And then I, um, what else happened? Yeah. After that, after on my way back from Portland, I stopped in Denver. Denver has a very special place in my heart. I mean, really, really special place in my heart. And I'll come back to that. But it was so, it was such an amazing time. Now, I also had the privilege of staying with my friend in Portland, who is a chef. I don't know that she wants that title, but this woman be cooking. She cooks really good food. And I call her a chef because in my mind, she's completed culinary school. I feel like she told me that I am surrounded with people who can cook, love to cook. And when I'm with them, I don't ever have to worry about food. I don't never have to worry about if I'm going to be fed or anything because they're going to cook for me. And baby, it was amazing. We went out to the coast. We caught a crab out the ocean. Shout out to my friend who was out there in his scuba diving gear. Okay. Looking like Aquaman. Catching our dinner. Okay. Then my other friend, he 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 was chilling. He he was like, I'm not about to get, I'm not about to get in that water. It's cold. I'm about to line up this fishing pole and maybe catch a fish. Maybe he caught a crab. And then we was like, let's go. We went home, made some food. I told y'all about this on Facebook, but I don't think I y'all had the opportunity of like hearing me talk about it. And while I was there, I was at peace. I didn't, I wasn't worried about, um, anything at all, anything at all. And I find myself, I found, I found myself at peace in the midst of the chaos of the travel. And that to me showed growth because I told y'all at the beginning of the episode that I get anxiety um, when travel is involved. And the way that that travel went, a younger me without the tools would have completely lost it. 
But because I had the tools, I just I kept the people involved, the people that were closest to me involved in every step of the way. I'm like, hey, this is what's happening. This is the update. This is the update. I'm good. I'm chilling. I done did some yoga over here. I was over here talking with these people. We did some breathing together to like calm down because our plane is late and oh, it's a sensory room over here. Like it was, it was a great time. Now I don't think I've ever shared this part of, of my experience with y'all, but I'm neurodivergent. I have, I don't want to say I have, I live with the complications of dyslexia and PTSD complex PTSD um and so I do get overstimulated easily and I I know how to regulate those things and sometimes when I'm extremely overstimulated I just put in some headphones and listen to a breathing track or a meditation or something to bring me back to center so that I don't feel so overwhelmed and I react in a way that may not be conducive to whatever the environment is that I'm in. Um, And with all of those things said, the complications in travel could have really dysregulated my nervous system, but because I knew what tools I needed to have, I was able to stay regulated. I remember I was on the phone with my friend and I I was telling her how how I had just lost I had just missed the flight and I didn't have any headphones and she was like, "Well, what do you need headphones for?" And I was like, "Because I need to listen to music or, or I just need them." I I didn't know how to say I need the headphones in the event that I become overstimulated so that I can re-regulate myself at that time. I was in a I was already a little dysregulated and talking to her, she was calming me down. Um, but I didn't have the words at that moment when she asked me like, well, what do you need them for? Cause it was kind of coming out in a, like a judgy way, but she was trying to make sure that I wasn't spending unnecessary money. That was her way of like, okay, you know, you're about to get a plan. You're about to get a room. You don't want to spend too much more money on something that you probably don't really need and to me I needed the headphones and I appreciate her looking out and and wondering like what you need that for don't spend that extra money but my me and my regulation knew that this was something that I needed so I had the privilege of knowing myself enough to know exactly what I needed and in a a crisis like situation Um, so yeah, those were my privileges and my privilege, my, my privilege story and travel. Um, another one of the privileges that I, I have is having people around me that are chefs. I mean, for real, y'all, I, it's, it's real, it's for real a privilege. My cousin is a culinary artist. I have a couple of cousins that are culinary artists and one of my cousins that I travel with, I have to do a better job of not asking her 
to cook while we are on vacation. Last time that we took a trip, I was like, please, I need you to make this for me. And she was like, well, if I'm going to make this, then I need you to teach me a yoga class. And that was fair. That was very fair. But the next trip we go on, I'm not asking her to cook S-H-I-T. I'm not asking her to cook shit. Okay? No. I'm not going to do it. If she want to do it, then cool. But I'm not going to ask her to do it. Um, Because we... We trapping, we on vacation. You know what I'm saying? We supposed to be we supposed to be relaxing. She ain't supposed to be cooking. If she wanna do it, then that's cool. But I'm not gonna be like, girl, yeah. But anyway, my friends be cooking. And I be eating when they be cooking. And baby, it be good. And that's a privilege. I have that privilege. Um Okay, we went over all the words in our word bank. So the word bank, I left these this in the this in the show notes where there is a word bank talking about some of the things that we talked about in this uh episode i didn't get the opportunity to go to some of the places that our mind goes when things are just beyond us so i'm gonna do that when we come back from our from this break Okay, I checked my time and I realized that um, if I go into where our minds go when things are beyond us in this episode, it's going to take us way further than the time limit that I set for this. And I don't really want the episode to go over 35 minutes today. So we're going to save that for the next episode and if you're interested in learning more about where our minds go when when things are just beyond us, then tune back in for the next episode. But until then, I just wanted to um, take a second and think about all of the ways in which we have these privileges that we take for granted or we don't even consider them to be privileges or luxuries. It's a luxury for me to be able to sit here and talk to you on this platform in this manner. I have a microphone, some people don't have that. I have a a laptop, some people don't have that. These, These are privileges, these are luxuries. I have the privilege of being able to use my voice to share my experiences with you. The things that that I've found pleasure in and that have brought me joy, things that I've done to help heal myself and cope with life. Y'all know life be lifing. Life can get really hard and it can bring you down if you let it. But if you choose to acknowledge the things that you're experiencing that are pleasurable or that have brought you joy and that make you smile, it's not that bad. There's, I don't want to be like, oh, everything is just sunshine and rainbows and glittering babies and puppies because it ain't. Sometimes you be looking at a baby like, why is you babying? Why you crying? Tell me why you crying. Can you use your words? And the baby looking at you like, girl, I don't even know what words 
to say that would make you understand what I'm trying to tell you. So just understand that I'm trying to tell you something. So learning how to communicate with those around you, it's a privilege. It's a privilege to have the intrapersonal connections with yourself to be able to regulate and manage your own emotions. That's a, ooh, that's a privilege. Some people don't have that. It's a tool. It's a, it's a skill that some people don't even know where to begin practicing with it. So all of those things considered, I would like to leave you with the thought of what are some of your privileges? What are some of the things that you have the privilege, the luxury of doing that maybe you take for granted? Find something in your life that you enjoy doing that maybe you've taken for granted and try to see it from a different perspective today. And until next time, y'all, be easy.